Welcome to the Small Town View podcast, hosted by Lynette Clark and Jackie Welch, where community is strength and unity is power. We are Randolph County United. We want to welcome Roland Abraham as today's guest on the podcast. Roland has been the superintendent of Randolph Central School District since 2017. Before that, he was the principal at Perry Meridian High School in Indianapolis. He is a proud father of a son and daughter. Roland is passionate about the youth in our community and wants to bring positive change through new opportunities for growth and development. So welcome to the podcast. Well, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Great. So we just kind of kick off and get started with just a fun icebreaker question. And we want to know, what is your coffee order? I don't drink coffee. So oh, oh, he's one of those. <laughs> if he's I was at those. a coffee shop, I would probably order hot chocolate. Nice. That's, That's good, good too. too. Yeah, for That's sure. Very good. So just tell us something interesting about yourself that maybe most people wouldn't know. Well, one thing about me is I, I did not go to college until I was 27 years old. I was in a family business, industrial catering. Uh, my father sold off that business, and I had to decide what to do with my life. So I started at Anderson University when I was 27, and um, I was actually in college for about the next 20 years after that, getting three degrees and uh, an administrative certification. So that was a little bit of a process. Wow. <laughs> Once you got started, you just didn't stop, did you? You're right. I, I didn't. <laughs> what do you feel Randolph Central is doing well, and what makes your school district unique? Well, there's obviously several things that we're doing really well. One thing that we're, we probably really shine in terms of local in the local area is uh, our early college programming. You know, at this point, I believe we have more than 30 dual credit courses that make up our early college programming. Uh, and people tend to think of early college in the academic wing of a high school, and that's, that's really not the case. We, obviously, it's very strongly in the academic wing uh, where kids are getting that uh, uh, Indiana Corps, that first year of college under their belt, uh, but it's also very strongly in our E-Wing. So mm-hmm. uh, our welding program, our ag program offers dual credit, our um, um, precision machining program. Uh, even in our family and consumer sciences hallway, we've got dual credit courses. So there's there's a lot of options for kids to earn that Indiana Corps and, and, and leave Winchester Community High School with one year of college already under their belt. So that's pretty neat. Uh, obviously, the welding program is someplace where we really shine. Uh, and we've really worked hard at uh, partnering with other local schools in our welding program. The At this point, county commissioners have invested uh, probably about $200,000, be a little bit more than that, about $210,000 into our welding program. The city of Winchester has invested in it. Uh, so we've really worked hard with those other schools uh, to make sure that door is open for them to send kids. And we tend to have... At this point, we've averaged somewhere around 20 kids from other schools uh, in that program. Uh, And now we have two um, certified welding instructors uh, in that program that are both full-time and both were former instructors at uh, Hobart Institute of Welding Technology. So uh, we've got some very qualified people doing that. Our precision machining program is top-notch. I mean, people walk into our precision machining lab, the Larry E. Fast Advanced Manufacturing Center, Mm -hmm. uh, and they just go, wow. I mean, how do you have this at a high school? So it's pretty neat to see that happen. And we're even trying to expand that at this point. We need more machines so kids can have more time on machines. Um, so it's it's a pretty neat program. Yeah, I had the opportunity maybe a month or so ago to tour your facility out there, and it was it's really impressive. A lot of it's good very things. very impressive. Well, it's yeah. changing, too. They actually were, there's construction going on uh, to expand the welding lab and create two two new welding classrooms that are adjacent to that welding lab. So that's going on right now. And one facility that we have that's very impressive, and I say this because I came from a high school of 2,300 kids, and the 
auditorium at Winchester Community High School is as big as the auditorium I had at uh, Perry Meridian High School when I was there. So that's oh, okay, uh, yeah. that's a real investment in the arts in this uh, this community. Um, uh, obviously, the musical happens there. Uh, yeah. A lot of our local community does shows there as well. Um, I know the dance schools do uh, use that facility. Uh, but our commitment to the arts with the force of Winchester, uh, I think that's another area where we really uh, shine as a school corporation. I think my favorite part about hearing all this is the students are actively involved in their learning now. It's not just you take these basic classes and you just have to go to high school because you have to do it. Right. I mean, these are programs that students look forward to going to and are expanding and growing. And I even think about the internship program that we have going on and like exactly. Mason Barker, how he's learning welding at the high school, but then he takes it back to Frank Miller Lumber and it's he's spreading yeah. that knowledge in, in the community. I just think it's very impressive, and you guys should be very proud of what you're doing, sure. and it's exciting. I'm excited yeah. for my kids growing up, being able to yeah. have those opportunities. I mean, it's really changing our county. Yeah, and even the kids that are that aren't doing the internships yet, um, they're still involved in like uh, Falcon Industries, mm-hmm. and actually doing that. And Falcon Industries is essentially a job shop. Anybody can walk in there and say, "Here's the job I have." They'll quote it, and the kids will do it. So it's that's a pretty neat uh, uh, thing to have, a tool to have for kids. So what would you say is the most significant community support that the school is in need of? Well, I would say the first thing, first and foremost, is to celebrate kids. Do all we can to celebrate kids. And I know a lot of people, I know Paul Faddis has been choosing the kid every, I'm not sure how the frequency of that, but he's been coming out just to honor kids. Yeah, that's that's huge. And volunteering. uh, And and that's a big, that's a big plus in this community. I see all kinds of volunteers, uh, whether it's youth leagues or whatever, uh, but stay engaged, and even when they, kids get into high school, uh, uh, just letting them know that uh, what they're doing is important to us as adults is a, is a big deal. And and uh, and there's obviously ways through Randolph County United to stay engaged if you're a local business person, uh, just to, to uh, know what the schools are doing. And and there are times we have to call on people for help and and you know and get the kind of connections that kids need. Our new PTEC program that uh, yeah. we were launching that's uh, actually in the implement, uh, planning phase this year and implementation next year. Um, that, that'll take a lot of connections between us and industry. And we want to get to a point where an internship is a capstone event. We want them building relationships with these local business people as sophomores and, and juniors and, and, and in their senior year or maybe even their junior year doing that internship. So uh, it's pretty neat uh, that we can work together with Randolph County United, local business, and the lo- other local school corporations in, in uh, Randolph County to make all that happen. If someone um, wants to volunteer to help with these programs, is there a main contact they could get a hold of? Well, you can always call my office if okay. you're wanting to volunteer for something, or if you know it's specific to a school, uh, then call the local office, uh, school office. Uh, uh, but oh, you can always reach out to me. Research shows that we are training students for jobs that do not even exist yet as technology changes. How do you feel the schools are preparing the students for those future jobs? Well, there, there's a lot of ways we're currently doing it, and we need to get better at some others. Um, and if you listen to the, the governor's speech here recently, he talked about reinventing high schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we're yeah. actually in the process of doing that. Randolph County United is helping us reinvent high schools by helping to, to really solidify our internship program and expand that across the community. Um, and, and so that's a process that we'll, we'll go through. Um, obviously, the PTEC program, that's all about reinventing a high school experience for kids. Um, so those kids will actually, an industry partner will come into those uh, to those kids. They'll be in a group uh, together. There might be multiple groups, but they'll present a, an industry problem to those kids. And the kids will have two, three weeks to solve that problem, uh, use that industry partner as a resource, mm-hmm. and then present that back to them. 
So it's all about developing skills in people that they're going to take to the next level. So for us, uh, and this is an initiative that we've been working in the last few months, and we, we finally have our, the words to this program. We, we're not ready to launch this yet. Uh, but for Randolph Central and other school corporations around us, we'll be doing the same thing and may already have done it. We, we've got a, a new portrait of a graduate. What should a Randolph Central graduate look like? And I say Randolph Central, not Winchester Community High School. Because mm-hmm. this is something we need to work on K through right. well. And our, our, our pillars for that program are a persistent critical thinker. Well, if you're developing persistent critical thinkers, when they get out in the industry and no matter when the jobs change on them, they're going to be able to, to take that skill forward. Right. A respectful citizen, obviously, is something you need. Initiative-driven collaborator. Collaboration, they're telling us, is a big deal in, in local industry and, and, and businesses and, and research shops, um, and all those types of places. So uh, being a collaborator will be huge. Uh, obviously, a dependable leader and an efficient worker. So those are, those are our pillars. And we've, we've got more descriptive words to those, and I won't go into those today. But uh, uh, we're, we're just now getting to the point where we've, we've finished this and we begin to launch it. And the good thing about this initiative is it, it actually matches our, our workplace readiness skills, our pride mm-hmm. program that we have K through 12 at Randolph Central. Um, and that actually worked as we went through the process. The people were just gravitated towards those same skills, uh, which, which means the work we did three, four years ago was valid. Sure. Yeah, you know, it's paying so, off now. Yeah, so it's pretty, pretty neat. I love those pillars. That's really cool to hear. I mean, you're just kind of making good people, and I love that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what we want. We yeah. want to raise good people that right. are adaptable and can, can yeah. uh, get the job done yeah and I like how you involve the critical thinking because I'm in college right now to finish my bachelor's and I'm in a critical thinking class oh, and wow. yeah I but I mean really encouraging our students to think outside the box and to figure out how to collaborate how to bring in resources I mean just solving day-to-day problems because we're all critical thinkers we just don't realize that we're doing it right. every single day and I feel like encouraging students to have those skills are going to make them more resilient. And even in our in more traditional classroom settings, uh, teachers are engaged in problem-based learning. And mm-hmm. we're doing more and more training around problem-based learning that looks like in a classroom, not just for what the teacher's doing, but what should you see students doing. I'm really excited to see how the P-TECH program goes. Yeah. Just because I think it brings in all different kinds of learners. I mean, maybe some students who just don't like traditional learning they struggle with that, I really think this is going to get them engaged and give them an opportunity to shine. Oh, we're excited about it. I'm working now on what that space is going to look like. Uh, the first year, we're fine to launch in a traditional classroom, but as that, uh, the first year will be, there'll be 12 kids, and then, then the next 24, 36, 48. When we get to that 36 and 48, a traditional space will not suffice. So mm-hmm. we're uh, talking to the school board now about what that looks like for the future. And we, Randolph Central is one of the first, right, in the state of Indiana to implement this program? Yeah, there are four schools um, that are working with CELL um, uh, from UND to actually do an implementation, and and we we all received a grant uh, to start that process. Yes, Awesome. That's That's really good to hear. So one thing that makes Randolph County Schools so unique is the collaboration between all five of the different school districts. So how do you collaborate with other superintendents to help students? In a lot of ways. Um, superintendents meet together quite often. Obviously, there's some that have been there a long time. GRIC, our local special education cooperative, mm-hmm. um, that's actually four of the Randolph County superintendents and then Liberty Perry. So uh, we're, t- we're always meeting together for that. Obviously, welding, for, specifically us, welding and precision machining, we're bringing in kids from other schools into our building to, to actually engage them in, the, in those classes. But right now, where there's a lot of discussion with the superintendents about preschool and what preschool is going to look like in the future yeah. mm-hmm. uh, 
for each one of the school corporations. What's what's Grick's role going to be in the mm-hmm. future? Uh, we're around preschool, and there are there are special education cooperatives, so they'll always be engaged, helping to meet some of those special education needs. But uh, uh, but uh, they may not be the main provider in the future yeah. uh, for preschool because the other schools are uh, taking on a more significant role. And we launched this year. We launched our uh, preschool up at Deerfield, and uh, so we've got uh, PAS the Quality Level Three program at Deerfield Elementary School. So that's pretty exciting. So um, some other things we, well, well here's one, uh, the Tobacco Prevention Cessation Coordinator. That mm-hmm. was one we've been working on uh, for quite some time. We kind of had that all pieced together. It fell apart and the superintendents persevered with that. And now we'll work uh, with the Community Foundation and the Child Advocacy, Advocacy Center uh, to get that Tobacco Prevention Cessation Coordinator in place. And that's important for local school. That's actually important for the whole community because that, yes. that, that role is not just within the community. Uh, some of it's with retailers and, and things of that nature. Yeah. Uh, but that's important for our kids. Um, obviously, we don't want them to start smoking, but we also want, don't want them to start vaping. Right. And yeah. vaping is the biggest issue in our schools right now. Not the biggest issue, but in terms of a, t- a tobacco issue. That's, yeah. our, it's got a, that's a bad habit to start, and it's unhealthy, and we need to do all we can to keep kids from that uh, direction. Obviously, we meet with legislators. Uh, the, re- the superintendents all, a lot of times will meet with uh, J.D. Prescott um, mm-hmm. or our new uh, senator. And then, uh, obviously, even even things like delays and cancellations. You know, uh-huh. people, people see that message. They don't realize that's an hour and a half started an hour and a half before. Oh, with super- yeah, yeah. sure. Superintendents texting each other and, and out driving the roads and and that sort of thing. So uh, there's just a few ways. There, there, there's a lot more ways where we work together with uh, as a superintendents. Yeah. That's great. Um, we got to have the state of the school. Let's see, that was back in August or September, I think, this past fall. And I loved seeing all of you guys together and just yes. you could really tell that you worked well together. And that was just cool to kind of see that in our community. So separate schools, but same community, and you can really see that. Absolutely, so. and when one of us has an issue, we're talking to the others. It's exciting to me that we're expanding the opportunities for the programs at Winchester to other students and vice versa, because you know if you're from Lynn and you really want to get into welding and that school system sure. doesn't have it, it's really awesome that you guys welcome other students in to give yeah. those those opportunities. Well, and my school board has really wanted to incentivize that. The, the, like I said, the county commissioners invested 210000 and, and the intent was that to be a county-wide program. Uh, so we actually do that at a discounted rate. Uh, they're probably pay, the other school corporations are probably paying, oh, I'd say at least $1,000 less than they would pay if they sent the, a student to the Career Center in Muncie to okay. take that same course. Um, so we've put a lot of emphasis on that. The county internship program is one of the cultivating community initiatives. Um, we mentioned that earlier. The school is very involved with this. What impact has this program had on your school? Well, first of all, it has a direct impact on a student, a mm-hmm. particular student. Uh, that gets that experience out in the workplace um, um, and gets to see something that they don't see about Randolph County. I mean, kids don't know what's going on in these local businesses sometimes. And for them to actually go into a factory or a a business or or whatever it may be uh, and and see what goes on in there, that's a big deal. And and, and hopefully that's building connections and it's going to draw that child back to uh, Randolph County when they get that degree. Um, Obviously, I I think it changes perspective. uh, in terms of staying in Randolph County, too. I mean, you know, it's like I said, it's not just a building they drive by every day. Um, exactly. They become more aware of the opportunities mm-hmm. uh, that that, uh, that facility may offer them. Uh, and it also helps them to build relationships with local businesses. And that's one we really want to put uh, a lot of emphasis on, um, especially with this PTEC program. Though That'll bring more of our, um, our industry partners into our school. 
and they're doing a great job at the high school right now, Winchester Community High School. Uh, and what I mean by that is a lot of times they're zooming in industry partners to, uh, during our pride hour, that 20 minutes, they'd have a, what they could, we call pride class. And so they're already making those connections, but we want to we want to really build those strong relationships. Uh, and that's pretty, pretty neat. It's helping us also to, to reinvent the high school. Uh, the whole program, as the internship program grows and mm-hmm. we bring on more and more kids, that's going to change the culture of our schools. I mean, that that's giving kids a capstone experience in the community. Right. Uh, yep. And that's huge, something we've, we've had little snippets of, but now we'll hopefully we'll have that in a much larger scale. So we're excited about that, uh, that possibility. And Kristen Wygan is our workplace learning. Oh, she's actually our P-TECH workplace learning coordinator. Um, and she's helping us to not only to build the relationships with those industry partners, but also integrate those problems that they've solved in their own industry, integrate those into that P-TECH curriculum that we'll be implementing next year. So that'll be pretty exciting. We talk about internships. I was a part of when I graduated, I graduated in 2013, and back then it was called ICE. I forget what that stood for, but I did the ICE program, and I was part-time at the Y, and I worked my way up from just like 15 hours a week all the way to being a child care director there. And that really impacted my life because that was not what I was going to go to school for, but I ended up falling in love with it. And if I would have originally went what I was going to school for, I may have ended up moving out of the county. So that, I mean, that really impacted my life is why coordinate the internship program here at Randolph County United, and I'm so passionate about it because I have directly been impacted by internship programs that really changed my life and for the best, I would think. I was involved with the ICE program as well and worked at the Y. So, um, yeah, I was kind of like in the administrative part with Cianne when she was out there. And, um, yeah, from that, when we moved up to Lafayette to go to college, she connected me to that Y, and that's where I worked for several years up there then. So, yeah. Yeah, it's you never good. know what those mm-hmm. those little relationships you start in high school, what they can really grow into right. and yeah. how they can impact your life. Yeah. And the internship program, it's breaking down walls. Yeah. Walls yeah. that have you know kept relationships from forming uh, that have benefited kids. So it's a big deal. And one thing that always amazes me is sometimes like working with the students, um, some of them will say, well, I really want to be an engineer. I really want to you know do this, but I don't think I can do that in Randolph County. They don't realize that like Ohio Valley Gas needs engineers or the hospital needs technology support and things like that. They don't think about just because right. it may not be in their name of the business, they don't realize what well, all it takes to operate those businesses right. and right. how many opportunities there is right here in Randolph County to do really cool things. So there are sometimes misconceptions or stigmas around hiring high school students or a young, or a young person who doesn't have a lot of experience. So what advice would you give to a future employer who's looking at hiring a high school student? Well, I'd first say that misconceptions disappear when, when you're engaged with reality. So once you like see, that. yeah, so the, you know, and some of those misconceptions may be true, but you don't even know, you don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I would say you got to engage, yeah. get yep. in the process. Any, any problem is solvable, it you is. know, um, especially when you're trying to help someone else. I, I think that there's a lot of incentive there to, to help. So, so ask the questions and, uh, you know, obviously you can ask questions at Randolph County United. You can call any superintendent and ask the high school principals. Um, so there's a lot of people to ask questions, local uh, partners. If, mm-hmm. if you're a business, uh, call somebody else who's, who's had a, a, an uh, intern. Um, and so um, you got to ask the questions or you'll just never get the answer. So, um, and, and that's, that's, the, that's one thing that I fear. And I'm ho- I, I hope that we're breaking down that barrier. And what I mean by that is, you know, people don't know the, 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 the questions to ask, so mm-hmm. they, they just don't ever ask them. That's right. true. Um, so hopefully we're starting to really, because of all the effort that Randolph County United and the schools have put into this, 
uh, hopefully we're trying to break down that wall. Um, I would say get in there, interview kids. Uh, you mm-hmm. don't know what a kid's like until you start to talk to them. So get yeah. in there, interview the kids. And, and, and the, pro- the issue is that there will be a lack of experience. Uh, it's, yep. a, it's a high school student. So once you, once you start to get in, engaged and ask the right questions, then you can start to build the structures to span that gap, to help them gain the experience mm-hmm. that they need. And that, that, those structures are going to look a little bit different in every business, probably, I would guess, yeah. uh, depending on what you're doing. So, um, but you don't, until you uh, meet the, the student and, and start to build those structures, you, you don't know what you're going to accomplish. And then, um, and then obviously think through potential issues, whatever issues that you, you think could come up, uh, you know, have a brainstorming session and, and, and sit down and try to think through those issues um, and, and solve those problems before they occur. And sometimes you won't be able to do that. But, uh, um, but I think if you've invested a lot up front, uh, you'll be able to work through just about anything. I like that because right. it takes someone taking the risk to invest in that student in order for them to get experience. Right. How can you get experience if no one will ever allow you to, to have that experience? Yeah. So just taking that chance and understanding that it's an investment, but it's worth it. Right. It is. It is. Our, our, our kids are worth it. Our yeah. kids in Winchester and Randolph County are worth the effort. So we're going to do our next section of the podcast, which is rapid fire questions. And Roland has not seen these yet. So this is just um, the first thought that comes to your mind about answering these. So what is a book that you think that every leader should read? Well, the book that I would put out there is um, by Margaret Wheatley, um, Leadership in the New Science. And it's, it's what got me into administration. I was a teacher, never thought I'd be anything else but a teacher, which is a great profession. A physics teacher, and um, I read that book during a ninth grade silent sustained reading time, and um, and it, it changed my perspective. It's about it's about chaos theory and organizational leadership, and okay. it's not a spiritual book. But as you read it, you start to feel like it, you're reading a spiritual book because it's all about order in the universe oh. um, and everything coming back to order. So it's kind of it's a unique book. It's oh, a good recommendation. Yeah, I'm not looking at that, that one. Yet. So, what is an accomplishment that you were most proud of? Well, I, I feel like in the last five and a half years in, in here at Winchester Community High School and, and, and Randolph Central, we've done a lot of work. Uh, we've done a lot of work in, internally in terms of um, uh, curriculum and instruction. Uh, we've done a lot of work on our facilities. Uh, mm-hmm. And we've got a lot of things happening in terms of our facilities. And, and we're not only upgrading our facilities, but we're also um, looking to the future um, and the field house issues um, and, and all the things that we're going to need to accomplish in the future. So... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about what we're doing at Randolph Central. You could definitely be proud of that. What is one statement that you would say to your 12-year-old self? My 12-year-old self. <laughs> um, work <Just> harder. <laughs> <laughs> be more disciplined. Be more disciplined. <laughs> I think as a 12-year-old, I was probably not disciplined at all. <laughs> so. Most 12-year-olds probably are not. No, no. I have an 11-year-old, so yeah. Yeah, I, I wasn't disciplined at 12. <laughs> I'm still not at 28, so, <laughs> you know. So what is your favorite place in Randolph County? My favorite place in Randolph County? Oh, wow. Um, I, I love Winchester. I, I, the, the, the square in, in Winchester mm-hmm. is, um, you know, has, has a small town feel, but it, you know, it, it also, there, there's excitement here. It's, it's amazing to me that I live in Winchester and you can't find a parking space on the square. <laughs> that is you, true. You know, you know what I mean? That um, is true. <laughs> but but just, uh, just this community, I, and I would say, you know, being a part of, of what happens here. Uh, I like where I live, too. I actually live in farmland. I enjoy living there. Okay. It's a good okay. place. 
So we like to highlight Wix pies because they are a long-standing tradition in Randolph County. And if you could only eat one Wix pie the rest of your life, which one would you choose? Oh, it would be the sugar cream pie. State pie of Indiana. <laughs> that, that's, that was easy there. Yeah. There's a reason it's a state pie, right? Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> that was a quick answer. Well, we appreciate you coming on today's podcast and everything you had to say. And keep doing great work in the schools, and we look forward to the future. Right. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you. We appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to a Small Town View podcast. We encourage you to subscribe and follow us on any of the major podcast sites, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, and Google. We also want you to reach out and follow us on our social media. Randolph County United has a Facebook and Instagram along with a YouTube channel. We hope that you will keep learning, keep growing, and as always, be amazing.